0: Welcome to the Intention Training Podcast, where we talk about training, mindset, nutrition, wellness, and self-care. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Intention Training. We are coming to you live from the... Our
1: one-bedroom apartment. Our
0: one-bedroom apartment. um, In the middle of this... Not the middle, probably the beginning of this... COVID-19 pandemic for the United States. Um you know it's been it's been an interesting time. I don't know what day it is. Um we haven't killed each other yet. But we but it's only the beginning. <laughs>
1: so yeah, I don't know. There I think there are pros and cons. Obviously a lot more cons than pros, but I think there are some positives we can take from it. Do you want to... Yeah,
0: that's what this episode is about. So today we're going to be talking about the growth mindset um, and what that looks like and how that can be a helpful approach for you to take right now while you're probably stuck at home playing Sims or... or 2K. 2K. Knitting, which is helpful because we know maybe we won't be able to go to the store anymore. Um,
1: so, do you want to talk a little bit about what we've been doing to stay sane?
0: Yes, so we actually have access to a gym at my parents it is about they live really close to us it's a basement gym um pretty well stocked but we've been working out as normal we've also had a ton of time to uh write workouts for everybody else and post them on instagram facebook um and that's of course free we just have a lot of time to make content right now So we've been taking advantage of that. Um, Roy has written up a free program. So if you're interested in that, ask him for it. Um, We've been reading and learning a lot. Um, I was supposed to have a job interview for a strength coach position last week, but obviously high school gyms and sports are um, not continuing for the rest of the year. So my interview got pushed anyways i was doing a lot of learning to prepare for that um reading a lot i watched love is blind i don't think i'm quite ready to talk about it yet what else have we been doing
1: that's pretty much it staying active um working a lot with the dog and yeah i think that's i mean it's been nice to be home i I'm usually not home during the day, like at all. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to spend time around here. But the biggest thing for me is that I just have, I feel like we have no clue when it's going to be over. Mm-hmm. And that uncertainty is, is hard for me personally. Yeah. I think
0: one thing that we do really well right now is we get, we have like a set time to get up and go to bed. Mm-hmm. Like at least for me, I go to bed, I'm in bed by 10 and I have an alarm set for 6 or 6.30. So I try to be up around those times so I can have, like, my regular morning routine, listen to my regular morning podcast, get dressed, um, look at my to-do list for the day. So trying to keep that sense of normalcy has been really helpful for me, even though, like, I get dressed and the only person who might see me that day is Roy. But you gotta flex for your partner, guys. (laughs) Especially right now. Yeah, um...
1: In terms of staying active, like Jen said, we've been putting out a lot of stuff. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I know it's challenging to to be motivated and to really, like, come up with something that you feel like you can progress and actually is worth your while. I think a lot of people are kind of aimlessly doing, you know, squats and push-ups till they can't anymore.
0: I mean, which is fine. Which is
1: good. I'm glad people are moving, but I think... All training comes down to progressive overload, building something up over time and trying to constantly improve. So I don't think like just going balls to the wall Mm -hmm. right off the bat is the best way to do it. So we're happy to help if anyone has any questions, is my point.
0: And there is a ton of fitness content on Instagram right now and Twitter and Facebook, which can be really triggering for a lot of people, um, especially people who are, like, battling eating disorders or or battling, like, an actual addiction to, like, working out or feeling like they're burning calories. Um, So we're definitely open to posting other content, like, the things that we do to stay busy, and not everything is about productivity. Not everything is about, like, quote-unquote, bettering yourself. Like, you're allowed to just exist and have that be more than enough for your day, especially right now, because we don't have a lot of time in this world to just exist, just live in the moment. Um, But should we hop into the content for this episode? All right, so originally, I... Um, on, On a similar note to what we were just talking about, I was doing a lot of research a few weeks ago while I was still in school about productivity and when productivity can become harmful or like a toxic presence in your life. You know, when you're so focused on being productive that you suddenly have way too much on your plate, you're not able to give your all to one thing. And you're just feeling more stressed out than you are enjoying yourself. I think a lot of people force themselves into that because they think you're supposed to be productive and that's the only way to be productive is to feel like you're always losing your breath.
1: Just at me then. <laughs> you're Roy. clearly talking about me.
0: Um, He knows it. But I think that's when productivity and like a productivity mindset can be really harmful is when people don't know like when to slow down and when productivity becomes super counterintuitive to actually feeling good about yourself and actually enjoying your life. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we talked about before how sometimes when we are really busy, we'll actually like schedule time for breaks. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously there's not a lot going on right now, Mm -mm. so you probably don't have to do that. But I do think this is probably been said a million times by other people, but I think this is a time to explore things you don't otherwise get to do. Like reading is something big for me. I'm always reading for school, but um, you know, right now I don't, classes are online and it's still a fair workload, but it's not, I mean, I just have more time on my hands. So I'm trying to read more for pleasure. Um, I just think it's a good time to relax and do things that you wouldn't otherwise do. Um, but like Jen said, I'm someone who tends to want to take on as much as I can if, if it is something that I feel like is conducive to whatever I'm trying to achieve despite the effects it might have on me or those around me. So like if an opportunity pops up and hypothetically it is going to help me get where I want to go, I have a tendency to take things on um, without considering the complications in terms of scheduling and just burnout that that might present so Mm. I don't have that problem right now because everything is canceled so I'm trying to it's it's a weird transition but I'm trying to take it in stride and take all the time that I have at home and use some of it to yes be productive and read research and read ebooks about training and trying to become a better coach and a better lifter myself but it's also about doing things I don't otherwise get to do and kind of like refreshing and restoring, I think.
0: Yeah. So, I knew, yeah, I was um, doing research about that, but then I came across the growth mindset, which I found, I mean, it's been, it's been around for like a long time, probably too late to 2000s, early, um, probably like twenty ten. Or so I think is when original research started coming out about it. But I found that um, growth mindset was a great way to approach this because it doesn't push productivity, productivity, productivity. But it just um, it basically encourages the fact that um, you can always learn something and nothing is set in place. So, um,
1: yeah, right. If I may, I feel like. The way I kind of think about it is it's sort of like a lens through which you see the world Mm -hmm. because the same reality, there could be the same reality for two people, but the way that they approach that reality and the way they perceive it could be so drastically different Mm -hmm. based on whether they have a fixed or a growth mindset. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the book Mindset by Carol Dweck was kind of the thing that brought this to the forefront. So that's a resource if you're interested in learning more about it straight from the lady who kind of popularized it. And I just heard her on a podcast. I think it was a psychology today podcast. That sounds Um, right. The host's voice is hella annoying. So I didn't, that was bothering me the whole time. So I didn't get that much out of it, but she's on there as well.
0: Yeah. So, um, the growth mindset was established and defined by Carol Dweck and this was at Stanford university. So initially it was largely used to help teachers engage their students and help them want to learn and learn to get comfortable with failing in order to grow and learn. And like the idea behind this was that failure is not a permanent state and that it's one step in the direction of learning. So what is growth mindset? Growth mindset is believing that talent is something you build on and develop. This can be especially defined to athletes. Um, So just because you're talented doesn't mean that's like the end you have to build on that talent. Um, Those who have a growth mindset, value effort, perceive ability as a malleable skill that they can improve, focus on the processes that lead to learning, such as hard work, feedback from others, and they tend to have better attitude towards practice, learning, feedback, and setbacks. Having a growth mindset leads to better performance because you're better able to use all of these skills. And people with growth mindset see intelligence as something that can be improved and enhanced. So this can be very applicable to school, your training, knowledge, etc. It's I think important to note that nobody has a complete growth mindset because your mindset is um, it's pretty malleable, but it's based on beliefs, and not everybody is open is open to changing all of their beliefs. Um, and that's what having a complete growth mindset would entail. Um, any questions about this?
1: Um, no, keep going.
0: All right. So essentially people with a growth mindset uh, tend to achieve more than those with a fixed mindset because they worry less about looking smart and put more energy into learning. So they aren't scared of failing because they understand that in order to learn, you have to fail and get things wrong. Um, A quote that really reminds me of this was, um, or a quote that I'm reminded of when reading this is the quote from Thomas Edison when he was talking about inventing the light bulb. He said, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Um, So I think that's a good perspective to have. And, you know, failing is essential to, to... Winning is essential to success because if you don't know what doesn't work, how are you going to know what works? Um, that can be applied to training and stuff like that, too. So, I think growth mindset can be used by anybody, and people should seek to expand their mindsets to be this way.
1: Yeah, I like the idea of using how someone views failure as kind of like a litmus test as to whether they have more growth mindset or fixed mindset because failure is inevitable, we can't change that. Everyone's Mm -hmm. gonna fail, everyone's gonna come up short of their goals, but what sets people apart is how you react and respond to that. Mm -hmm. And I've always been, I've personally always been someone who gets very disappointed and defeated at failure, but I've gone from where that might impact me for several days to I'm able to turn that around pretty quickly and Mm -hmm. and see it rationally and see it more as a a learning experience.
0: Yeah, and I think that like ties into the idea of grit, which is we're also going to talk a little bit about. So um, the research that I read said that growth mindset leads to grit what Angela Duckworth defines as passions and persistence for long-term goals. It's also having deep commitments that you remain loyal to over many years. So essentially you're talking about like having grit throughout because you have this end goal in mind, but you just don't, you don't anticipate all of the failures that um, are going to have to take place in order for you to get there. So, you know, having grit is maybe getting upset over the, over those, but understanding that there is a much bigger goal at hand here and you can still reach that goal. And now you can reach it better because you know, like what doesn't work.
1: So just to relate this all back to the present situation, how do you tie this into our current state as you can speak personally or us as Minnesotans, us as yeah. a nation.
0: Well, very like surface level. This is an opportunity. You could look at obviously COVID nineteen is very dangerous and it has killed a lot of people, um, and it's a pandemic, and it should it should be scary to you. But you can look at this as just an opportunity to be very scared and to retreat and to isolate yourself from things that you enjoy. Or you can use, like, a growth mindset perspective coming into this. Like, for me, I'm like, well, I can get better at reading. I can get better at putting my phone down. I can get better at just letting myself relax. Um, Like, I can get better. at, And and you always say these things to yourself when you're super busy. Ugh, I wish I had time to knit, Mm
1: -hmm. which is,
0: like, what I'm doing right now, like, putting time down to, to do that. Um, so you can look at this as an opportunity to do all of these things that you enjoy and you want to enjoy more, um, as an opportunity to better your responses to things that make you anxious. So you read something really scary. You read really scary news about the virus. How are you going to respond to that? Kind of like um, something that we talked about in a previous episode. So working on emotional intelligence. Um, what? How would you
1: relate it? Um. I I would just kind of echo everything you said about. We already we've talked quite a bit, and lots of people have about doing things you don't normally get to do and honing in on your craft and your passions. Um, I guess relating it to a growth mindset. I think the whole, throughout this whole thing, um, my focus has just kind of been to control what I can control. There are so many things that we can't really change right now. Um, we're, we're stuck at home, whether we like it or not. But we can either take that and say, well, I'm stuck at home, so I have to lay on the couch and watch movies all day. That's what you do when you're stuck at home or you can get creative and resourceful and find different things to do and kind of expand your horizons a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's like I, like I said before, I think it's a way of seeing the world. And I think, like you said, nobody is completely fixed or completely Mm -hmm. growth mindset. So I think it's something that we should all constantly be striving for is to just, see things as opportunities to grow rather than just bad things that happen to us.
0: Yeah. And one thing that people do with people, successful people, um, utilize their growth mindset by staying in touch with their fixed mindset thoughts too. So like, um, you know, checking yourself, why am I reacting to this the way I'm reacting to it? Or why do somebody tells you something kind of controversial and you have a really strong opinion about it and you're not giving their thought or opinion any, um, space, which not, you don't need to do that with every thought or opinion, but, you know, questioning yourself, why am I reacting this way? And is there any, what sense is there in the way that I'm reacting? And does this other person maybe have a point
1: if I can just try to like yeah articulate that point I think what you're kind of getting at is that everyone has beliefs and biases and we tend to be pretty fixed in those areas Mm -hmm. whether it's um and that's not to say you shouldn't have values and things you stand by Mm -hmm. but I think what you're saying is that you should always be open to exploring different perspectives and
0: and open, open to questioning yourself because like that questioning yourself and your beliefs, either it's going to break those beliefs or it's going to strengthen them. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you should always do for yourself because then you really, really, really know what you stand behind and you know why, because you've, you've debated that with yourself. So, so people with strong growth mindsets, that's what they do. Um, And that's, that you can certainly challenge yourself that way during this time.
1: Yeah. Something that made me think of just now is I remember growing up having like classes in debate and stuff like that. And it was always really interesting to me how, whether like you were assigned a side and usually that's like for or against something and you're arguing about something and you were, you always had to research both sides Mm -hmm. so that you could be prepared for the other person's argument. Mm -hmm. This is a little bit off topic, but I just always thought that was really fascinating um, mm -hmm. in like being prepared and knowing what the other side is going to say so you can be prepared for that. So I think having those conversations is always good. Like you said, it's either going to strengthen the belief you already have or it's going to make you think differently. So Mm -hmm. it's always productive. And. That just... I think a lot of what we're talking about right now harkens back to emotional intelligence and being aware of the way you react to things and the emotions that are going Mm -hmm. on as you're interacting with people and stuff like that. So it all kind of ties in.
0: Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I think it would be bad if somebody had... like, I mean, not only is it impossible, but I think it would be bad if somebody had a complete growth mindset because then they wouldn't...
1: Well, what would you stand for? Yeah, exactly. You know? Like... I think there are certain things in this world that to me are right and there are certain things that are wrong Mm -hmm. and I'm open to talking about them Mm -hmm. but I I do think like it's important to have your values as well as what I'm trying to say
0: yeah um so now that we've talked about what a growth mindset is we can talk about what it isn't so it's not um A a growth mindset is not a fixed mindset, which is essentially believing that everyone has the same, or no, oopsies, reading my notes wrong. Um, So those who have a fixed mindset do not exert much effort because it risks them failing, looking stupid, or looking bad. Um, They believe that ability and intelligence are fixed and that they can't be changed they are fixed in their beliefs and observations of initial information. Information. So from a psychology standpoint, they take in information, they categorize it, and then they fence it in. And even if something deviates from their observation, they're like, oh, that's an interesting exception. I'm not going to fence it into what I already know. I'm not going to let it change my beliefs. Um, Those with a fixed mindset are less likely to engage in counterfactual thinking like what we were just talking about. They become defensive when they're challenged or proved wrong. They use excuses, become crushed when they fail, and they think failure is a permanent state that does not lead to or equate to learning. So people with a fixed mindset are more likely to cheat and deceive. And this is where a lot of, like, the origins of growth mindset helping teachers help students come from. So... Um students with a fixed mindset may initially be super talented and smart at math and they get used to hearing that all, all the time. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, you're so good at math. And then suddenly the material gets harder and they haven't been putting in the work because they've been told like how talented they are. Therefore they don't really think they have to put in the work. Um so they start to cheat so that they look smarter, so that you know they're not disappointing their parents and not disappointing their teacher. Um Instead, when they could be building on that talent and not having to cheat, not having to become defensive.
1: Yeah, I really I think that was excellent what you just said. And kind of like an analogy is I think someone who is more fixed, we could take the same athlete and someone with a more fixed mindset just might say, like, I am the most talented basketball player in the world. And the the same person, but with a growth mindset might say, I have all the talent in the world, but if I don't work hard Mm. and, excuse me, optimize it, then people are going to catch up or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. And so I really liked the first point you made that, people with fixed mindsets are less likely to take opportunities when they think they might fail. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's, that can be one of the hardest things to do is when you, you have an opportunity that it's like everything you've hoped for, you've dreamed of, but you're not confident that you're going to succeed. I think having that faith and knowing that if you do come up short the lesson that you get will still be worth it. Absolutely. I think that's kind of yeah. the the point of a growth mindset. And
0: that's how you win, like, in the end, um, is taking that information in and adjusting your game plan accordingly. And, you know, a lot of people learn, you know, way more. Like, somebody who has had a rough and beaten path is going to learn way, way, way more than somebody who's just had the straight and narrow Um, and so it's really important to your development as a human to fail, um, and to understand that process and how that process can bring you to success, um, and how to make success out of your current failure and situation. Did you have something to say? You can keep going. Okay. So essentially a fixed mindset doesn't. Our growth mindset is believing that everyone has the same potential within limits um, or that anyone can be the greatest at one specific thing within limits again. Um, But people with growth mindsets understand that even the greatest can't be the greatest without years of passionate and dedicated practice. So a growth mindset is saying, I know I'm talented, but I still have to work really hard to become like the Michael Phelps of... (laughs) racquetball or or something like that i have um i have animal crossing on the brain can somebody please buy me a nintendo switch what because you play like racket i mean in the old nintendo ds version you'd play Racketball
1: in animal crossing i don't
0: know i don't (laughs) know how we got here um
1: i if i may one quote that reminds me of this conversation we're having is a kevin durant quote that's very it's very like i've heard it a million times but that's because it's true hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard Mm -hmm. i think that's a really potent statement and that sort of embodies everything we're talking about so i just wanted to share that
0: Mm yeah yeah for sure and you can definitely see this with like a lot of kids like I know I was really good at math growing up and then I got to slope and I was like hold on <laughs> I've never had to like work this hard to understand math and now I'm like crying on the floor because I don't know y equals mx plus b and like what are these letters standing for so like people like kids with a fixed mindset tend to have a lot of initial talent and success but then they see their peers start to like pass them and they feel threatened by that. And not they don't think, well, what are they doing that I'm not doing? Or they don't think to ask a question. They think, well, I didn't used to have to work for the success and recognition, so why should I have to work for it now? My talent has gotten me this far, so it should continue to get me you know, keep me at the top. Um do you have anything to say about that?
1: Um, I just think it's interesting and I don't wanna make too broad of a statement here, but you spoke about how people with like that walk the beam path are oftentimes people that are really successful. Mm.
0: I mean, people that know a lot more than people who have tend uh, tend to know a lot more than people who have the straight and narrow.
1: Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that hundred yeah. percent. But I do think I think there is something to what I said before, and that a lot of the people who the Like, if you came from nothing and you had to work for everything you ever got, Mm -hmm. that is going to foster a growth mindset so much more than if you were just given everything silver and So that's, that in and of itself, like, you can look at everything that's happened to you that at the time was adversity, it was hard, has it made you better? The the answer is usually yes. You came out on the other side and you learned something from it. So... That's just another way to think about it, is mm-hmm. all these things that happened that at the time you thought it was the end of the world, you thought it was just, like, the worst thing that could possibly happen, here this you is are the worst. today, and you're through <laughs> it, and... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool, yeah, pretty cool stuff. I really, I had a lot of fun doing doing research for this, because even though I'd had this this topic in my mind for like a few weeks, it never seemed more applicable than it did right now. Um, um, So let's see. I think one thing that can come out of learning about the fixed mindset is that we need to stop playing the talent game, whether that be with clients, um, with players on our team.
1: Can you explain that?
0: Yeah. So just being like, oh, this person's super talented and thus I'm going to be on their side and I'm going to discourage people from failing. So, like, playing the talent game discourages people from sharing information on the risk of looking dumb because then they're, like, you know, not talented. And, it, um, you know, talented people tend to make all the right choices. Um, like if you're looking at like your star player and you never critique them and they're just super talented, what are they gaining from that? And what kind of environment is that fostering for your other players who are making mistakes and taking risky shots? Um, but in the end, learning way more and becoming much better than that talented student who never seems to make a mistake. And in, on the inside is because they're scared to fail you. So yeah, playing a talent game will discourage people from sharing information and collaborating um, and seeking feedback, which is super integral to becoming the best that you can be at any one thing. Um, it will discourage people from admitting errors, which can be disastrous um, if your job deals with, like, a lot of people. Um, And it can discourage innovation, too, because people are afraid to look stupid or afraid to look not fit for their position. So that's really what I got out of, like, why I should, um, you know, stop saying, oh, that person's so talented. Because, I mean, their potential could really be kind of pushed down. Why are you saying that? Like, because they're afraid to fail and they're afraid to look untalented. Uh, hot take. <laughs> do you have anything
1: um, to say about that? Just everything we've been talking about sort of reminds me of why I think, like, strength and conditioning and sports and fitness and everything that we do at Intention Training and what, what we are passionate about is so interesting is because... I think that it's just a tool and a path to help people realize this mindset that we're trying to push right now, because like, I think a more fixed way to look at it is people oftentimes come to us with external goals. They want to lose a certain amount of weight. They want to lift a certain amount of weight, whatever it may be. Um, But that's not the real value, I don't think, is achieving that. I think it's like the journey that gets you there Mm -hmm. and everything you learn along the way. And I remember Kobe had a really potent statement about that. Um, I I don't want to misquote him, but the the point is that everything that happens to you along the way is where the real value is and the real lessons are. It's not the actual achievement. As good as that might feel, Mm -hmm. getting... I just, I think those are moments you you never want to give back. Mm-hmm. Um, and another point that I wanted to make is, you talk about like how coaches may never critique their most talented player, and that's why I think it's our job as coaches to not just see things as black and white and look at wins and losses, mm-hmm. or what the scale says mm-hmm. or what the bar, how much you have on the bar. It's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. It. You can always be better. We use this as a tool to help people better themselves in all arenas of life.
0: Yeah, if you're just doing something so that you can pat yourself on the back when you're done and be like, okay, that's enough for forever, (laughs) then you're never going to challenge yourself. Because, I mean, why set goals that are not going to be hard to achieve?
1: Yeah, and I think... Why I can tie this into lifting so closely is just because what are we doing when we're lifting? We're literally tearing muscle down. Mm-hmm. We're asking to fail. Mm-hmm. You know how many times a day I fail because I'm lift, I'm doing reps until I can't anymore? Yeah. That's failure, right? And failure is supposed to be a negative thing.
0: Yeah, so if you just left the gym every time you failed, like... Exactly,
1: and... I, I can't tell you how many times I've had to roll out from a bar because mm. I couldn't get it up when I'm benching or whatever. <laughs> you spotters people. Um, you, this just goes back to the, you can't be afraid to fail.
0: Yeah. You
1: can't be afraid to fail and you can't be so one track minded about yep. anything, especially right now, because we don't know what's going to happen day to day. And Is that those big goals,
0: Set, yeah. You want to rearrange your house? Go for it. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about some key takeaways that people can use? Yeah. How,
1: how can I improve my growth mindset? Tell me, Jen.
0: Okay. Well, the key point here is that mindsets can be taught by the way we praise um, ourselves, others, kids. So some sayings that I picked up from the articles I was reading was... Um, you know, when you learn how to do a new kind of math problem, this is kid-specific, it grows your math brain. But I can think about this in so many ways. Like, I used to wrestle, and when somebody would take me down a new way, I could figure out how to sprawl out from that way. I could I could learn from my, my mistakes so nobody could take me down from that way. Um, again, and I think that's, like a really good lesson for people who coach young children is like, okay, well now you know that that way isn't going to work. Um, and now you can try a new, now you just grew your wrestling brain. So that's one thing. When you learn how to do a new kind of blank problem, it grows your blank brain. Um, another coaching specific one would be like great improvement on your free throw. I can see that those hours of practice have been paying off. So, you know, here you're saying, that looks really good. And I can tell that you've been working really hard at it. Not like, oh, great free throw. You must have been born with that.
1: So... And people say that all the time. Like,
0: <laughs> like that's just not... that. I go. mean, maybe it's true for, it, like, one it person. Is. So,
1: athletes... You need genetics on your side yeah. to be a certain type of athlete. I firmly believe that, like... Sports Team by I, David Epstein. I, no matter what I do, I'm never going to be in the NBA. <laughs> I could... Work for 24 hours a day on my game and I would never make it to the NBA. That's just a fact of the matter. So genetics, you need to be on your side, Mm -hmm. but...
0: Again, that's playing the talent game. Right, like we said,
1: hard work beats talent when Mm -hmm. talent fails to work hard. So just that little nuance of telling someone... Um, your free throw looks good versus your free throw looks good. All that hard work has definitely been paying off. Do you know the difference that that person's going to feel when you Mm -hmm. tell them that? Like that's so validating.
0: That encourages, that encourages them to keep going, to keep practicing more and to see, and that encourages them, um, by saying that practice works. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's another thing. Um, and then you could say you have a good swing right now as in golf, volleyball, Baseball, I don't know. Um, But imagine how much more efficient it could be if you dedicated more time to working on it. Again, that's saying, that's like kind of patting them on the back. Nice swing. But also saying, giving them an opportunity to envision themselves as better. Um, And I feel like that's motivating. So, and then another thing is like, if you catch yourself saying... I'm not a deadlift person. I'm not a history person. You could just add the word yet to the end of the sentence. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is also something you can teach your kids or young children around you at a very young age. Like, you're not a stairs person yet. <laughs> but but you will be.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: Um, another thing is... The point isn't to get it all right away, because how much would that suck? Like, if you were to tell me that I was going back to college, but that I'd be like done the next day and I wouldn't really have learned it all, like all of that four years, which sucked, but I feel so much happier that I had to work for my degree and not that it was just given to me the next day. Because I learned so much from all that adversary. So the point isn't isn't to get it all right away. The point is to grow your understanding step by step, and thinking like what can you try next to to win. Um, that's where all the fun comes in, and that's where all the growing happens. Um, another thing is like Stacy Burr, who had the highest votes of anybody. And all, all What's time. a
1: Wilkes for the people Oh god
0: It's a way that you measure How much weight you lifted By like your body weight By your sex By
1: It's an equation <laughs> that takes all those things into account So it's how they determine a winner at Powerlifting uh, yeah. beats
0: She had the highest folks of all time And um, something she says a lot is can and will um, So I can do this I am doing this and I will do this. That's another approach you can take. Um, so, yeah, I hope that you guys got a lot out of this podcast. I definitely got a lot out of the research and I had a really fun time talking about it. So you anything you have anything
1: say? Uh, not really. All right. Do you want to give um, recommendations for people while they're... They have a lot of time on their hands
0: yes watch love is blind <laughs> and then message me about your thoughts on jessica <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay that's it
0: i'm reading the hobbit love it
1: yep all right um i'm still reading just mercy which is very good i intend to watch the movie after um, which I'm excited for. I just finished watching the new season of On My Block, which I really like that show. I liked the first two seasons, but I didn't think the third season was that great. But
0: ended really sad.
1: Yeah. It's a big bummer. I'd say still worth watching, but not as good as the first two. And now we just... Um, I'm having Jen watch all of the first season of All American from the beginning so we can watch season two together. I like that show as well. So those are my show recommendations. Um, the Weeknd dropped his album. I thought that was a really good album. Go I checked that out. I
0: liked the Code Orange album. All I don't right. know what the band is called.
1: <laughs> I, I think the band
0: is Code Orange.
1: I don't either. Um, Rich the Kid dropped an album. I only like really liked a couple songs on it. Um, I like the song Ray Charles I love Ray Charles what? I love Ray Charles (laughs) the person um, other than that I one of my probably top 5 rappers of all time Talib Kweli just go check out his
0: top 5?
1: yeah top 5 Wow. Go check out his discography when you get a second, because he's got lots of good music.
0: All right. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about in this time (laughs) where we have nothing to do. We love research. We love answering questions. So... I
1: have one more question for you. Yes. How would you recommend people stay motivated to be productive during this time?
0: Get up, brush your teeth, wash your face.
1: Damn, I, I think I forgot to brush my teeth oh this my morning now that you said that. <laughs> I'm going to go brush no, my teeth to, when we're no, done. You
0: needed a reminder. Um, <laughs> make your bed. Do, get ready. Get ready in the morning. Even if you're not going to see anybody, take a picture. Post it on Instagram. <laughs> um, and then also, a lot of times in your day. So, like, literally, write it in your planner. Write it on the, This and this time, I'm going to be doing this. you you know just don't just wander around your house aimlessly, or like lay lay on the couch all day it's not going to feel good that's those are my suggestions do you have any suggestions
1: no I mean that's pretty much it we're we will be doing some virtual training sessions with people if they're interested um I was thinking doing like a lot like going live and doing like a mobility session might be kind of fun romwood yeah type shit Um, But, yeah, just let us know what you guys would like to see from us because we've got, like you said, we've got a lot of time on our hands. So we will probably talk to you sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, But we will need to know what you guys want to hear about next and if you want to have any, if there are any guests you'd like to have, like us to have on, of course. Um, Via Skype. Via Skype.
0: All right. Um, Everybody stay
1: safe. Stay healthy.
0: Wash your hands. Sing some songs while you're washing your hands, (laughs) and we'll talk to you later. Bye.